Hi there, I'm Kyle Thomas, welcoming you to the second episode of The Edmontonian. We've got a very special second episode put together for everybody today, including tips from a local Edmonton doctor on how to survive the harsh Albertan winter, and we speak with a photographer who offers packages for all of life's impactful moments. All this on today's Edmontonian. My first guest today is Dr. Leon Michael Morris, a local health practitioner who's joining us in studio to talk about how to survive an Edmonton winter in the best, healthiest way. Dr. Leon Michael, you're very, very welcome to the program. Of course. The Edmonton winter is upon us. Mm-hmm. We are spending a lot more time indoors, which is conducive to lots of colds and flus flying around the place. What would be some of your main tips that you would give Edmontonians about how to prepare properly for the Edmonton winter? Right, right. Well, I would start with a healthy breakfast, and I would end with a, a healthy supper. What would be part of this healthy breakfast to, oh, to begin with? you know. You'd have your fruits and your vegetables. Vegetables? What, what type of vegetables would one eat well, for their breakfast? Uh-huh. I, I like to start off with some starches, uh, preferably some diced potatoes. Now, there are some believers out there who would say potatoes are a fruit. Well, it isn't. It's a vegetable. You see, the starch helps activate the body in the morning, and okay. it also helps with the nutritional uh, intake. I would like to point out that potatoes uh, shouldn't be the only vegetable. I would also like to suggest grapefruits. You see, there's two camps of belief. One camp believes a grapefruit is a fruit. <laughs> Perhaps it's in the name, grapefruit. Well, there's other camps that believe that it is just a genetic mutation, a nothing. Then there's a third camp, which I belong to. The grapefruit is a vegetable. You see, when you bite into a grapefruit, it's not sweet like an apple. It's not ripe like an orange. It is bitter to the taste, just like a potato. So, uh, Dr. Dr. Morris, you've explained quite well, I believe, why breakfast is the most important part of the day, indeed an integral part of, of keeping fit and healthy during the winter. Are there other, maybe lesser important, but still worthy of mention, things that all Edmontonians should be doing during these winter months to stay mm-hmm. stay healthy, other than, the, other than the breakfast? People end up sleeping longer during the winter months. So... Again, that's why breakfast is sometimes skipped. We end up rushing through our days, especially in the winter months, because we have a shorter time period. What I would encourage, again, is sleep. I like to go to sleep when the sun goes to sleep. I like to wake up when the sun wakes up. Good morning, Mr. Sun. Time to wake up. <laughs> so, 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 Doctor, if, I, if I'm following you correctly, are you suggesting that we go to sleep right now it's december the sun goes down at approximately between between 4 and 4:30 uh-huh. we should be going to bed at that time and then waking up i i think the sun rises probably after 7 7:30 now yes 
So you're saying sleep. You're saying, and I understand sleep is important. Is important. <clears throat> sleep is important, but I think what you're saying there is we should be getting 15 hours of sleep. Right. Right. Okay, so we've covered diet, we've covered sleep. Is there any other things, any other tips you can give us for the winter months in Edmonton and how we should survive them in a healthier way? I'd like to say exercise is another key component. Since the dawn of time, we've heard Joanne McLeod and Hal Johnson and who, talk about... Sorry, who are Joanne McLeod and Hal Johnson? I've, I've met, I haven't heard of them. I'm sorry to interrupt. Who are Hal Johnson and Joanne... Keep fit and have fun. Doesn't ring any bells to you. No, right. sorry. You see, there used to be a commercial in between shows where oh. a man and a woman would come on to the television and talk about how to keep fit and to have fun during the winter months, the summer months, oh. the spring months. And now, me. So you're saying the same thing that they said? But differently. You see... I like to say it a little bit slower so that it sinks in. And not only that, I like to end it with a little wink. That's what it sounds like. So what you're saying, just to sum up, you're saying the exact same thing that Hal Johnson and Jolene... What's Let me stop you right there. Keep fit and have fun. Um, two things. Very different. You're saying the exact same thing in a different, different way, which is your choice. Like Secondly, your eyes are extremely moist. Oh. Which is, is, that, is that a sign of, of your health during the winter? I mean, I couldn't help but when you winked there, you could hear a audible squelching sound. Excellent. Excellent. That's it a sign of good health? means my body is full of moisture. You see, the body is usually stripped of its moisture during the winter months because of how dry it gets. But a healthy, good-looking, tall, dark, and handsome man or woman will sound like if they keep fit and have one. When they wink. When they wink. So is that a good test for our audience, for our listeners today, maybe to do when they get home or... I'm assuming they're in the car right now, um, that they take the time to listen to their winks. And if their wink is moist, if you don't mind winking for us again, it sounds like that's a really healthy sign. Right, right. But don't forget. Keep, mm -hmm. keep fit and have fun. Excellent. End it off with a slogan that you ripped off from somebody else <laughs> with a wink oh with a wink okay okay well doctor thank you so much for coming in uh to us today we really appreciate you taking the time to give the good people of edmonton some what i think are really really important tips of how to stay healthy this winter thank you for having me Today's episode of The Edmontonian is brought to you by Solar Flares from the Sun. Solar Flares from the Sun, the main reason for global warming since 1905.
My next guest is Francis Barker, a local Edmonton photographer who's in the studio today to talk to us about personalized photography gifts for any occasion. Francis, you're very welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. So how long have you been a photographer yourself? Well, I've been, uh, I guess, an amateur photographer for the last 15 years and uh, professionally in the business for the last four and a half years. Oh, okay. So what, what kind of areas did you find yourself being drawn towards? I was drawn towards more sort of emotional moments in in the life experience, uh, birth of a child, a lot of uh, maternity photography. So, so you would be actually present w w when someone when, when a child would be born. There's a lot of proud parents out there that really want to document uh, the entire experience, and then it's something that they can share with their kids down the line. Uh, they would order kind of a memory box that would then be given on uh, the wedding day of, of the child. So the child wouldn't ever see those pictures un until their wedding day? Yes. And everything on full show on, on that day? Yes, of course. Wow. So, so, so it's kind of like they're beginning their journey to maybe have kids of their own, and they're reminded of how they came into the world. Yes. It really, it really kind of helps complete the circle. And are there other areas then that you you like to delve into that are a little less traditional than uh, the weddings that we spoke about, or maybe engagements or, or things like that? Well, birth photography led me into my next venture, just kind of as a natural progression of uh, funeral photography. Oh, funeral photography. Can, can you can you expand on that? You take pictures at people's funerals, Pro um, professional pictures. Yes, really. Traditionally, funerals were one of the occasions where the entire family would be brought together. So it's a great opportunity to document, and also to honor the life of the person that has passed. I imagine it's um, quite hard to get people to smile in family photographs at funerals? Oh, we, uh, we don't try to initiate smiling uh, unless it's something where it's a celebration of life. Uh, your traditional funeral where there's lots of grief and sadness, we try to really embrace that in the photos and um, get a lot of close-ups, a lot of um, candid photos. And we do do some traditional uh, pose photos as well. Uh, so everybody kind of gets their chance to get their last memento with the uh, departed. Is business, is it going well? Is there a lot of people interested in this? Oh, yes. And uh, as you know, the, the baby boomer generation is growing older and people are looking to have things to remember their, their parents by and... Uh, also, if there's tragic death, very sudden, um, also that uh, can help with the grieving process for those who lose someone very quickly. It's almost like they get a album more worth of time with them. So you're saying that if, uh, for example, one of my uh, relatives who I love dearly died suddenly, that... If I hired you to create a photo album of their funeral and that grieving process, that I would 
be comforted by that and I would maybe go to that album often for comfort to see pictures of their funeral. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much comfort one can draw from uh, seeing their loved one at peace in a funeral-like setting. I also offer an add-on where the front of the photo album can be uh, positive memories from some of their hobbies uh, that they had in their life, like them with a fishing rod or, you know, them uh, holding a bowling ball or so doing some needlepoint. This would be a Photoshop version of the dead person with a fishing rod? or Well, if they weren't disfigured in their uh, untimely death, then that would be something that I could potentially pose them with uh, without the need for Photoshop. So is... Is this something that you you've done then you've you've taken someone's dead body and uh, let's say for example um, someone liked to paint watercolors you would prop them up on a seat and get a paintbrush and and palette and and set them up as if they were painting maybe maybe by a lake or oh yes and the family would not have any problem giving you permission to take the body for a day or so to to set these photographs up? No, uh, they actually give me full creative license to uh, take their departed loved one in uh, a registered funeral vehicle to uh, locations of my choosing that would best kind of encapsulate some of their passions. Even though uh, when you look at the photo, you know that the person has passed away and it's their lifeless body that is doing these activities you just can't help but appreciate that it seems like even in their death they're getting to participate in the world of the living you know i, I thought this was a little strange when you when you mentioned it first uh but i have to say it sounds really beautiful uh i, I don't mean to get too technical but uh, and forgive me if this is you know too inside baseball. But how how would you keep a dead person's eyes open for those types of photographs? Well, the eyes are never open. Oh, okay. So he's resting on the Shea Lounge. Oh yes. Or yep. contemplating in a semi recumbent I position. I see. I yeah. see. I see. So you're you're working with what you have. Yeah. Uh, so if people want to to find out more information about the services you provide, uh, the, the birth photography or the funeral photography, uh, they can go to circleoflifephotography.com? Yes, circleoflifephotography.com. And um, there's some sample package pricing there. And uh, feel free to get in contact with me, uh, preferably in the first trimester for uh, pregnancy and birth photography and uh Preferably also within 24 hours of a sudden death, uh, just to preserve the authenticity of the photos before uh, too much takes place with the, the body. Well, Francis, thanks again for coming in. Uh, it has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you for having me. That's it. That's our second show. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or indeed tips on <coughs> pretend, 
news stories that you feel are not being covered by the local Edmonton or indeed Albertan press, then please get in touch with us at edmontonianpodcast at gmail.com. That's E-D-M-O-N-T-O-N-I-A-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at symbol G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. I'm Cal Thomas saying goodbye for now. Goodbye for now.